Now, back to the heavy hitters. I am not Mr. Lebowski. You're Mr. Lebowski. I'm the dude. On the all-new 590 The Fan, 1057 HD2 FM. So that's what you call me, you know? Uh, that or uh, his dudeness or uh, duder or, uh, you know, El Duderino, if you're not into the whole brevity thing. And InsideSTL.com. Welcome back to the Freaking Hellens Pizzeria Studios in the all-new 590 The Fan, 105.7 HD2 FM and InsideSTL.com. Matt Berger, Clay Byersdorfer, and Carly Schauber in studio. But joining us right now on the Belmont Automotive phone line is a hockey writer and the No BS Dispenser at StLouisGameTime.com. He goes by the name of Randall Ritchie. You can follow him on Twitter at Randall Ritchie. Randall, how are you, sir? Uh, doing pretty well, trying to fight some nasal, sinusy crap, but other than that, doing pretty well. Well, thank God we're doing this interview over the phone and not in person because I don't want to get sick. <laughs> Couldn't have it. Amen. <laughs> so hopefully you're going to be okay and, and stay away from the game tonight, though, right? Oh, yeah. I'm running on about six hours of sleep the last two, three days, so I'm good. Well, I'm looking over at Carly, and she has one of those um, – Starbucks double shot energy vanilla espresso things. I live off these things. Maybe you should uh, run to the store, invest. run to the store, and buy a couple of them. And, I would uh, invest. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Uh, I gotta admit, I've never had enough, one man. of those, and I'm afraid to see what one of those would do. So <laughs> uh, I'm good with my sweet tea. All well, right, there, there we go. go. Plenty of sugar. So, uh, Randall, what uh, what do you think is going to be the biggest advantage the Blues are going to have over the Minnesota Wild tonight? Is it going to be Mike Yo's experience with his uh, his old club, the fact that the, that the Blues are playing with no expectations, or that they have a, a superstar, a legitimate superstar, in uh, Vladimir Tarasenko? Uh, I honestly think that Tarasenko is going to make or break this series. Um, he's shown in the past that he can be a dynamic offensive player all through the season, but his, he's clutch in the playoffs. We've seen it against Chicago. We've seen it against Dallas. We've seen those you know, timely goals come in. Um, and over the past two years, um, I believe it's close to 50% of the time when he scores, it's either tying the game or breaking a tie. Uh Minnesota, they've got some skilled players. They've got uh, Michael Granlin, um, a resurgent Eric Stahl, Miko Koivu, uh, but they really don't have a game-breaker like Tarasenko, and I think he could really be the difference in the series. Randall, uh, Saboka obviously signed, uh, came on aboard uh, just you know a couple games late into the regular season. Uh, what kind of impact can he have in this first round uh, against the Wild? Um, uh, he set a home for a few days. Uh, so, you know, it took some time to get up to game speed. Uh, he, he's spoken that he's a fireball, though. That's just the way he plays the game. He, you know, one of, you never see a complaint about how he takes a shift off. Uh, so playing on a line with uh, Laterra uh, and Steen, um, hopefully he and Steen can find some chemistry and get something going on that third line because they're, they're going to need the depth offensively because Minnesota has that depth as well. So we're going to need to see a lot out of him. Randall Ritchie joining us right now on the Belmont Automotive phone line. Uh, Randall, what is the biggest advantage that the Minnesota Wild have over the St. Louis Blues? Is it the depth? Is it the the fact that uh, uh, 
maybe they have just better all hockey players than what the St. Louis Blues have, the home ice advantage. What uh, what what's the biggest advantage that the Wild have over the Blues? Um, I would say their health. Uh, Blues are missing some key players. Uh, hopefully, um, with the way the series is set up, uh, hopefully Paul Stastny comes back. Um, hopefully by game three or four. But um, Minnesota has that the health, um, and that could be a big factor. Uh, they're playing with uh, the Blues are playing with Barbashev as their top line center. Um, when that happens, you know. Yeah, he's played really well. He deserves to be in the lineup. He definitely deserves to be in the lineup with guys like Yashkin and Laterra. Um, but I think having Alex, uh, having Paul Stastny back in the lineup would be huge for the faceoffs. Um, and that's another thing Saboka can bring. He is a really he's been a really good faceoff guy over his career. So um, they're going to need that as well. Randall, if the Blues are going to win this series, what is the one thing that they cannot have happen? Absolutely cannot have happen. Um, I would say Jake Allen played like he did the last time we played Minnesota. Uh, that's always been a gripe of Jake Allen when he gets to those big big games, whether it's uh, in the Quebec Major Junior Playoffs or the World Juniors or the Blues Playoffs. Uh, he kind of seems to just die off a bit. Uh, you know, the Blues said, you know, you're our starter. This is it. So uh, they need him to really play well. And whatever has been plaguing him over his career mentally in the postseason, uh, that needs to end now. Yeah, in the past four games, Jaden Schwartz, I think he has uh, four points and David Perron has three points in the past three games or four games, rather. What advantages do you think that specifically Schwartz and Perron can have uh, for the Blues against the Wild? Well, they can play offensively. We know that. Um, Schwartz had 19 goals on the year. Perron had 18. They were both, uh, I think, Schwartz had 55 points, and Perron was over 45. So they have to play that offensive role. They're going to be in the top six. They need scoring. But they're both pretty good defensively, and honestly, I love bringing David Perron back for one reason. Uh, You lose David Backus. You lose Troy Brower. You need someone to get in the crease and piss off a goalie. And we've seen Perron do it time and time again with Corey Crawford and Jonathan Quick. He's good at it. And he's going to have to be in uh, Devin Dubnik's uh, kitchen all, uh, all series long uh, to be effective. Looking at the lines, the the, fir- the first line is Jaden Schwartz, Ivan Barbashov, uh, Vladimir Tarasenko. The second line, Magnus Payarvi, Patrick Berglund, and David Perron. The third line, Vladimir Saboka, Yori Laterin, and uh, Otera, rather, and Alexander Steen. And the fourth line, Scotty Upshaw, Kyle Brodziak, and Ryan Reeves. And I'm hearing a lot of people say they like that St. Louis Blues fourth line against the Minnesota Wild fourth line. Randall Ritchie, how do you see it? Well, the thing with Minnesota's fourth line is they have some small guys. Um, they have some young guys. Joel Erickson X going to be playing on their fourth line. And he was drafted. He's a skilled guy, but he's still young. He's still growing. Um Having him on the fourth line is a little more sheltered than a guy like Ivan Barbashev, but having him go up against a veteran like Kyle Brodziak, uh, that's a good thing for the Blues with the way Brodziak plays. He's you know hard-nosed, he hits hard, um, he's good defensively, and he's going to, to me, he completely cancels Erickson back out. And then you have Ryan White, um, and then maybe a guy like Jordan Schrader. Uh, they're not great players. It's just uh, Schrader played 
most oh, of the year in the American Hockey League. He was up and down. Um, <laughs> Randall just Randall just say they Randall just say they suck. Yeah, they're not they great suck. players. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I still don't know how Jordan Schrader is still getting shots in the NHL. Wow. Um, he's a high offensive AHLer, but in the NHL, he's just not very good, especially on the fourth line role because defensively he is abysmal. Uh, Ryan White, he's been okay defensively, but he's an offensive black hole. So. I mean, you have Reeves putting up career numbers, granted, you know, not very high. Um, but then you got Scotty Upshaw. He had uh, 10 goals on the season. Uh, Kyle Brodzak had eight goals on the season. You know, the Blues' fourth line, while they're hard-hitting, they're really good defensively, they can chip in offensively, and they definitely have the advantage over Minnesota's fourth line. Um, you kind of talked about it a little bit, uh, Randall, um, you know, mixing it up in front of the net in terms of overall physicality. Do you expect this to be kind of a more physical series or you just, uh, expect it to more of a, you know, kind of a puck control, uh, clean series? What are your thoughts on that? Um, honestly, I think the first 10 minutes of game one is going to help determine that Minnesota has guys, you know, who can play a hard game. Um, one of my favorite players to watch actually plays in Minnesota is Jason Zucker. Um, he's not a big guy. He's fast. He's, uh, he reminds me of Kyle Brodziak, better offensively, faster, smaller, but hits just as hard. And then you have the defense of Minnesota. They've got um, Matthew Dumba. He's a, a big guy who throws some big hits. Uh, Marco Scandella is another one. Uh, I remember a few years ago when he concussed TJ Oshie with a hit to the head. They've got guys who can play that physical game. But overall, they're more of a puck control team. So the Blues are really going to have puck possession is going to be key for the Blues all se- all series long to make sure that Minnesota can stay off the score sheet. Because if you give them time in the offensive zone, they're going to burn you. So when are we going to see the first Ryan Reeves fight? Is my real question. How long is it going to take? Are we talking two minutes in? Are we talking you know first period? When when are we going to see Ryan Reeves just knock somebody out? Uh, I don't know, but if he does, I hope it's Chris Stewart. You and I both, brother. I mean, Chris, uh, both of those guys can throw bombs, and that's a fight I always wanted to see. I remember I was at practice um, years ago when Stewart was still on the team, and they were practice fighting, and I'm just thinking to myself, that's a fight I'd want to watch. They were practicing fighting? (laughs) Let's back up to you. You can't just drop practicing fighting and then carry They were practicing fighting? Yeah, uh, along I believe it was Patrick Berglund and T.J. Oshie were as well. Fantastic. Randall Ritchie. That's a fight I want to see. Randall Ritchie joining us right now on the Belmont Automotive phone line. You can follow him on Twitter at Randall Ritchie. Uh, Randall, Jake Allen will be starting tonight his first playoff series since two years ago where he started against the Minnesota Wild, and uh, the Blues ended up losing that series in six games. Jake Allen looked great those first two, or the first four, and the last two was extraordinarily shaky. What what can we expect from Jake Allen? Is it going to be the one from two years ago, or is it going to be the Jake Allen we've seen the past two months who's been one of the best goalies in all the NHL? Uh, it has to be the Jake Allen from the last two months. Um, there's no Brian Elliott to fall back on. Don't get me wrong, Carter Hutton is a solid goaltender. He's a really good backup. He's not a guy who's going to win you a series. It's not going to happen. So Jake Allen has to be on his game. Um, and Devin Dubnik, he's been sliding for the last little bit. Um, a lot of people had originally talked about him potentially being a Vezina nominee. I still think he might, but at the last 10, 13 games or going to be how he plays going forward 
He just has to outplay Dubnik. And I really think he can do that, especially with since how he's played since the coaching change. Randall, let's uh, let's get your prediction for to for tonight's game and for the series. Who's going to win and in how many games? Um, I would say the Blues are going to win it in six if Devin plays like he has in the last month. Okay, if so how plays, far how far do you think they're going to go then overall? If he plays well, right? Oh, if the Blues win, if yeah. They win the series, win, yeah. How, how many rounds are they going to go? Uh, well, I know. Chicago isn't as strong as a team this year, and I honestly think Nashville might upset them. But I like the Blues against both Nashville or Chicago. I like the way they're playing. Wow. Um, so I think they can take that. I think one team that really might give them fits in the West would honestly be the Calgary Flames. They've played really good hockey. They're a great puck possession team. They've been getting some fantastic defense. That defense is underrated with guys like Mark Giordano and Dougie Hamilton um, Troy Brody on there. That is a team to watch out for. But other than the Flames, no team in the West really scares me. Um, so if the Blues can get out of this series, get Paul Stastny back, and take on and beat whoever they get in the second round, I don't know if they're going to be stopped. Uh, obviously, the East has some monsters. Um, you got Montreal, who, although right now they're looking awfully shaky in game one. You've got Pittsburgh, who's always a threat. You've got Washington. Um, they won the pres- they won the president's the- trophy, but that's, that's normally the kiss of death. And we've seen Washington struggles the past couple years in the playoffs. They've had this juggernaut team, and they just completely fall flat uh, when it comes to the playoff time. Yeah, and, you know, if they lose out early, that's a higher draft pick for the Blues. That's true. So, uh, we'll, we'll see. Um, I, th- I think the only team in the West I can give them fits, in my opinion, would be Calgary. In the East, matchup-wise, it really depends on who you get. Um, but if they can win this series and get out relatively healthy, I think they can make a run. Randall Ritchie's thinking uh, Stanley Cup. I like this. Bold thoughts. I'm liking hot, this a lot. Hot takes early yeah. on in the he, show. He, he is the no BS dispenser. He's like Rambo at the end of Rambo 2. He's coming in with that machine gun. Guns blazing. Guns blazing. He's going nipple <laughs> to nipple firing hot takes right here all over all of us. Oh, my. <laughs> just, how I see the, just how I see the uh, postseason going. If they can stay healthy and if they get the play they've had in the last two months. Randall, thank if you for however he continues to play the way he has. You know, he deserves to be in the lineup. Same with guys like um Barbashev, you know, Sanford. Is he gonna get back in the lineup? He's played well. Um they need to get that production, and if they do, I don't think they're gonna be an easy team to eliminate. Randall Ritchie, thank you so much for making time for us this evening, sir. Uh take care of that cold. Oh, yeah. It's always a pleasure, guys. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks Randall. Man. Take care. That is Randall Ritchie from stlouisgametime.com. He is the uh, no BS dispenser. You can follow him on Twitter at Randall Ritchie. Let's take a commercial break, and then when we come back, I want to talk about a lawsuit filed today. The city and the county finally getting together and suing Going the NFL. at it. That's all it took. They just needed somebody to sue. Going the at it. City and the county finally agreeing on something. We'll Let's talk about it. it next. Right here. Live from the Frank and Helen's Pizzeria Studios in the all-new 590 The Fan, 105.7 HD2 FM, and InsideSTL.com.
see it in. 